ran into, it's like a who's who here at Power 96.5, Senator Tim Kennedy. He was here today uh, giving me well wishes. And I just want to start out uh, because I have uh, two people coming up on the show. This is a very important topic, uh, very close to my heart. Uh, But first, Monday is January 16th. It is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, And in the spirit of the late civil rights leader, uh, leader, the weekend will be packed with opportunities for people to serve our community. And that's why we're here, to serve others. Um, He was such a great man, a religious man. And my favorite quote from Dr. Martin Luther King is, procrastination is the thief of time. It's never too too late. It's never too late to start. I apologize. So I know there's a lot going on in the community uh, and so many things that are happening, so many different projects along the way. And of course, uh, we will not be open on Monday. We normally have Monday mobiles at Merriweather. We will be closed this Monday in honor of MLK Day. But we will be back every Monday uh, from 10 to 3 at the Dr. Eva M. Doyle Auditorium to deduct, conduct your DMV transactions. No appointments uh, necessary. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, get your pad and pen ready together. As you know and may not know, January is Mental Wellness Month. It's dedicated to bringing the stigma associated with mental illness. And no better time to recommit yourself to achieving your resolutions while developing a mental wellness plan and setting healthy boundaries. Uh, We have two outstanding uh, people here today. Our guest to start a conversation about mental health wellness is Elise Flunder, a mental health counselor and owner of a private uh, mental health practice, Vines Talk Healing, focusing, and I don't want to give too much uh, because she is going to talk more about this. Then it's Raven. Raven. Raven? Yes. There we go. (laughs) Raven Sanders, um, her partner, uh, and someone who's also going to talk about why this is so important. So let's get right to it. I have to to do all those different things to get those started um, in the community. So, you know, let's share with your audience your qualifications um, and, you know, why is your facility, why uh, is what you do so important? Okay. Um, so Vines Talk Healing is a mental health private practice. I currently am operating under my provisional license. Um, I will be eligible for full licensors in, in May. Um, and again, my practice is predominantly focusing on serving the black community. And it's very important because we are the most underserved population. So I just feel like it's so important to have a face that looks like them to build that, um, bridge that gap uh, between mental health therapists and the black community. Um, So that's just what I do. And so me and Raven is also a mental health therapist. I'll let her Tell you. Yes, much like Elise, um, I am a mental health therapist, and I will be eligible for my full licensure next month. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I reach out to the black and brown community to, be- to provide mental health counseling. I also run a mentoring program in the summer for girls age 11 to 14, where they can come and learn skills that they will need to succeed in life and to build um, communications and relations um, with the community as well. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we both came together um, mm-hmm. because we graduated grad school together. That's how we yes. met. And so we both came together with the like-minded idea. What school? Madai College. Excellent. Yes, Very yes. good. Yes. We yes. Went to grad school together, a, a trying good. 
two-year program through COVID. Um, we had to do an extended stay. Um, but we came together with a shared, like-minded idea of how can we get more of the black community interested in their minds. So we started a podcast together um, called It Is That Deep, Exposing Elephants While Talking Healing. And we just wrapped up our first season. So that's how we became partners, business partners. You know, the interesting thing is mental health, you know, for a long time, um, there was a stigma. Uh, My family, uh, we faced many mental health issues. Uh, I lost a sister to suicide. Um, And you look back and you look at the personal you know, feelings of could I've done something more? Yeah. Um, what a great person! Uh, I think and, and uh, about her every day. Pray about her every day. I've lost relatives. I lost friends to suicide. You know, I guess the question I'm, I, I want to put out there is: when we talk about stigma, a lot of times people say, "I can handle it. Mm-hmm. I got it." And is it something that builds up to where maybe you do have it, and maybe you got it for a while, but then there comes a time where you can't handle it. And maybe you could talk to our listeners out there who may be out there and they say, you know, I do have some issues, uh, but I got it. I can handle it. And I, and I think the other thing I'd like to hear of, there's a lot of uh, people out there, you know, we've been facing so many different things from COVID-19, uh, 514, uh, now recently uh, that horrific fire, um, all the trauma and not even just the everyday trauma that we face. And maybe you could talk to them about, you know, maybe a lot of people are like, I got it, but I don't got it anymore. I think it's important for everybody to realize that it's okay to reach out and ask for help. if you don't feel comfortable right away going to a therapist, at least reach out to a friend. Have that person that you can have conversations with that you feel comfortable with. Um, there's outlets out there. Uh, there's support groups. There's counselors. There's therapists. Yeah, and we are definitely understanding the amount of trauma that us Buffalonians have experienced within this year. Um, and it's like seems like it's one thing after another, like you said, um, the pandemic, then the blizzard, the fire, um, the 514 incident. So we want to make sure we understand that we're still recovering. So we want to pay attention to our bodies and those telltale signs that we are not okay. And we want to take the time to address not only our physical needs, but our emotional and mental needs as well. So what are some of those signs? What are, what are some of those signs that, hey, you know, maybe we they, they could be warnings, just like when you come, uh, you're driving up uh, to a road and there's a stop sign, you need to stop. Right. Or there's a red light, you need to stop. So what are some of the signs that maybe someone might be listening to that they say, listen, we need you to stop? If you feel yourself um, waking up feeling tired and fatigued, if you are having trouble sleeping, if you're having, you know, anxious thoughts or you feel um, kind of anxious and heart racing if you feel like things are getting too heavy those are some of the signs yeah those physical um, aches and pains too a lot of people ignore that the headaches the tensions in your shoulders the back pains um, the shakings of your hands those type of things are definitely signs that your body is in distress and you know we're finally learning it's amazing um you young ladies are so much younger than me. You have so much of your life ahead, ahead of me. I, poor Mike and I, we're we're at the midpoint. God willing, at the <laughs> fifty. You too. Don't be laughing in there too. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Rob, don't be laughing, Rob. In there, our engineer. 
I can still take him to the hole, man. I, 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 I do a crossover, pull back, and then hit a three. You'd be like, what just happened to me? But, um, you know, you know, as we get older, our bodies changes, uh, and I've learned that. Um, and maybe um, is there – and here's a question. Um, look, at, I'm a man, and I'm kidding around. Men are uh, a little bit more less likely to be proud to talk about their feelings. Uh, you know, thank God I had four sisters. Uh, but, you know, women um, normally are more sharing. They're more open. Uh, they're more of the caretakers in that sense. But um, is there signs, are there things differently that men and women should look out for that are, are different? I feel when it comes to the difference between men and women addressing their problems, um, women, we are emotional, we'll be um, honest about that. And so we, everything that bothers us, we do want to try to talk about it. Men want to solve the issues. And when there's no solution, they tend to ignore it, kind of like Mm -hmm. a flight situation. So that is a telltale sign when there's something that's stressing you and bothering you and your body is wanting to respond in a normal way, cry, scream, and you just ignore it, that's a sign that you should probably address something because you don't have a solution because it's your emotional state out of whack. It's your mental state out of whack. Um, So I, I think that that's so important for men to pay attention to. I know. Women are so much smarter than us. Uh, You know, boy, they, God definitely blessed them more than us poor guys. Um, You know, and I think that's important. So if I'm a guy out there, I'm in the barbershop right now. I think I'm a tough guy. I'm out there and we're talking about the bills uh, on Sunday. We're listening to Mookie. But then I walk out of there, I get my car. And like you said, it's just pressures. You know, maybe they're in school and they got a tough exam coming. Maybe, uh, you know, they're having family issues. You know, maybe they're married and things aren't going the way they thought. Maybe their kids are having problems. You know, we know that, um, you know, divorce rates are high. But I guess my question is, is, and I know we'll go to the other end of the spectrum, is if I'm a man and I do reach out and I do contact you, um, I can keep this confidential. You, it's okay to keep things confidential. And you don't have to go and proclaim that. Some people feel comfortable sharing. Other people are like, I want to keep it confidential. I want to keep this to me for now. And, and, you know, um, so no one should suffer in silence. There is help available, such as your counseling. So if someone did contact you, it would be 100% confidential. Absolutely. Yes. We are not even allowed to share any type of information with anyone um, just from HIPAA alone. um, Correct. We're not allowed to do any of that. So anything you say to your counselor is confidential. Sure. So if you're out there and look at, you know, everyone goes through stress, myself included. We go through trauma. We go through uh, different instances. You got to talk to someone. And this is what these ladies are here for. They're here to help you. And, you know, look at here's some of the statistics. One in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year. One in five. Mm -hmm. Now, one in 20 adults experience serious mental illness each year. One in six youth age six to seven teen experience a mental health disorder each year and 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins by age 14 and 75% by age 25. You know, the interesting thing I know Rob had on um, a shirt, prayers for tomorrow, and we all know what happened with the Buffalo Bills, but if you don't think that there was trauma and the Buffalo Bills were talking to 
those players. You know, I kept on hearing these are these big uh, giants of men, six foot five, six foot four. They have feelings too. Absolutely. You know, they have pains, they have hurts. People think that, you know, our public officials, our public, our pastors, our leaders, they're they have feelings too. You know, and and they may be strong, and some uh, may be more open, but. You know, so I'm glad that it was great to see grown men crying. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah, they build human connections as well. They, right. you know, love people. They have emotions. They have feelings, like you just said. Um, and, and they share this brotherly love, you know, together. Right. So, and the players from the opposite team, they are dealing with guilt. They are dealing with remorse. They're dealing with, it, what if I didn't do this? Or I could have did it this way. There's so much that's happening. And, and. I appreciate you mentioning that, that seeing that is like a, a real thing between men. Well, and I think, I think you know, look at, they're almost, they are like brothers. They're living together. Mm-hmm. They're working together. Um, you, you hear that uh, from a lot of military people. We have a lot of guests on here. And there's a camaraderie. Um, and you hear it from our, our first responders, our police, our firemen and firewomen. Yeah. They live together in the firehouse. They eat together, yeah, right. right? So you have this camaraderie, and then you're not part of that anymore. And that's where a lot of people, um, even our senior citizens, um, if you are a senior citizen and maybe you're just retired yeah. and you're down because the you had a purpose and you felt as though that you were contributing, and now you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. Do you see a lot of older people today uh, facing mental health issues as they transition into retirement? They're grieving ambiguous loss. That's what that is. And their loss of job or loss of purpose? Loss of job, loss of purpose, loss of who am I? What do I do next? This this was my goal. So now now I have to build motivation and inspiration to find something new and to build new connections. So that's ambiguous loss. So there's lots going on. Uh, there's lots of things happening. Why don't, you know, um, you tell me, uh, either Lisa or Raven, what is something that you want to get out there to let the public know about mental health and things um, that they should be looking out for or just things that you want to um, convey to them? Well, I just, one thing that I do want to mention, um, me being a Buffalo native, is, again, reiterating so many things that we've experienced within the last year and I won't go back over it but I kind of want to make sure that people get the message to be careful not to lose hope um, because that's easily done because we've been dealing with so many negative things so we want to avoid developing that mentality of what's happening next something else is about to happen and I'm expecting something bad because if you're expecting something negative you're going to be feeling that way and you're going to be looking only towards those things and you're going to negate away from the positive things. So don't lose hope. I think that's a great message. Raven? Um, I think that it's important to kind of stray away from the fear of labels. A lot of people don't get the mental health services or treatment that they need because they're in fear of being labeled or seeing being seen as a certain way, when in reality, these are the things that can potentially save your life, help you build better connections and relationships, and kind of help you further your life better. I guess the other question I have is, are there supplemental things that you can do um, that you advocate for? So, for example, for me, I know I have a very high-stress job. Just working with Mike Chikini is very stressful. Uh, my producer, <laughs> I'm trying to get him to laugh. You know, but, you know, I'm sure he says, I'm very stressed working for you, uh, county clerk. Not at all. Thank you. That's a good answer. That's a, uh, he's a very smart man. So, 
Uh, thank you. <laughs> Talk to her. Talk to me. Talk to Elise. And, and, you know, but one of the things I do when I'm stressed or facing pressures is I like to exercise. Mm-hmm. Even if, it go, if it's going for a walk, um, you know, maybe say a prayer. You know, I say a lot of times to people, you know, the power of prayer. So what do you, are there other things? It's important to come and talk to uh, people um, and, and get guidance. But are there things that you suggest that people can do that maybe will help people to the point where they're not maybe at a therapist point and maybe they just need to do things for themselves, yeah. some me time? Yeah, so that ties into all the self-care stuff. So um, I think it's important for everyone to find a hobby that you truly enjoy and make that something that you envision as your quote-unquote therapy. Uh, For myself, that would be taking care of my plants. I find that very therapeutic because it helps you focus on the growth of the plants and you learn a lot about yourself and growth. And, you know, if you don't pay attention, you don't water your plant, your plant's going to die. So if you don't water yourself you're going to not reap the benefits of what you're putting into life. Um, Something that I think is important is that people, as we get older, we kind of stray away from those things that brought us joy when we were children. So rediscovering your interests and things that you loved when you were younger can help you kind of um, adjust and take care of yourself. Um, And also making sure that, you know, you are prioritizing what's important. So making sure all your bills are paid, making sure all your needs are met, um, that can help kind of alleviate and take those preventative measures to making sure that you are okay. So, you know, here's one of the things we do uh, on catching up with the clerk. We try to provide as much information as people as possible. And I do think that um, there is a gap in the African-American communities many times. I, wherever I'm out at an event, people say to me, hey, I'm glad you're on. We need you to give this information because we talk about important things in the clerk's office. But mental health is also very important to our community. Um, you know, entrepreneurship, as you said, if you're going to try to take something else on, if you first have to put the mask on yourself, they tell you, right, when, when you're flying. Um, so I just think, you know, having these conversations are so important and making sure that uh, people have that. And I guess the, the reason why I bring that up is, you know, I mentioned COVID-19. I mentioned the economy and you mentioned it, you know, paying your bills. Right. And sometimes people are facing daunting financial issues. And I always tell them we have on and we have partners like the Western New York Law Center. So if you're behind on your loan. Stay in your home. And we're going to get an outcome for you. That's the whole thing. Like, I don't want you to think um, if you're behind on your taxes, we got to figure out something there, right? If you are behind on your bills. But the first thing I want to say to people in a non-judgmental way is you got to, and I'll use that analogy of a stop sign, you got to stop. Because if you just keep on driving, there could be an accident. And that accident could be something that could compound what you're doing. But if you stop take an inventory and say, okay, I need help. So all of these different things, when we talk about trauma, financial stresses, job stresses, family stresses, we just came off the holidays. Um, You know, now we're going into the new year where people are like, they may want to lose weight, myself included. And all of a sudden they start something. And I always say, hey, you know, just keep on trying, keep on moving ahead. So I think that's really, really important. And, you know, we've talked a lot about, Elise, 
and Raven, how, how do someone reach out to you? How do they connect with you? Um, you can definitely reach out to me. Visit my website, www.vinestalkhealing.com. Um, but if you don't think that I am the person you want to reach out to, um, Raven, you want to give your website? Yes, you can get in contact with me at therapywithraven.org. Um, but there's also so many different sites available to where you can handpick your therapist. There's Open Path Collective. There's Psychology Today. There's just a, a variety of sites um, for a mental health therapist. And they're on there. You can check out their profile, play their video, ours included, and tap in that way. And also, I just released um, my new book in December. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was a very trying time. I was sick for the whole month. And oh, my God. I'm sorry. Launching a book. So I'm now in the process of promoting it. It's called The Journey to My Healing. It's an interactive guided journal for black women. Um, you can buy it directly from me on my website or you can visit amazon.com. It will be on other platforms within an upcoming months. Um, and so, and also the podcast, it is that deep exposing elephants while talking healing. That is a free resource for you yes. to get some therapeutic tools, yes. techniques, listen to some things. We even offer the opportunity to write in a question to ask a therapist to that deep podcast at gmail.com and we will answer those questions anonymously. So please take advantage of those. You, you know, we're we're so lucky with technology yeah. and we're so lucky with these opportunities. And I always say to young people, you have opportunities that I never had. Yeah. And you know, so I know we hear um, negatives about social media and technology, but I do think that um, also we talked a little bit about the blizzard, you know, that group who formed together to help other people. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be for bad. It could be for good, too. Um, so, you know, obviously everyone did the best they could uh, to try to save as many people. We are the city of good neighbors. And, you know, mental illness, you know, is especially hard because it's not like going to the hospital and saying and people looking at you like I have a broken arm mm -hmm. um, I'm bleeding um, it's it's the silent um, you know it's just silent uh, suffering yeah. and you know you and struggling attention to it yeah for sure just as much attention to your physical health and you know I also want to put a number out there now once again I'm going to give Chikini a score. I'm going to walk out and see if those notepads are out there. But, of course, um, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, there's 24-hour uh, services at uh, Crisis Services Hotline. And, of course, um, you know, you can get a hold of them. You can text them or dial them at 988, uh, the Suicide and Crisis Hotline, and ask for help when you need it. So, you know, it's just really, really important. And I just have some, some final things that I want to touch base with, with the public, uh, some other Erie County clerk issues. Um, is there anything you would like to re, uh, leave us with today? Um, Maven and Lise. I'll just want to just add that we just wrapped up our first season for the podcast. Our new season will begin Wednesday, February 22nd. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, awesome. all those things. And we will also be making more content geared towards men for the next um, for the next season. So tune in to get that support and the free resources that we are going to give you all. 
That's awesome. Well, Elise and Raven, it's never enough time with you. You're, you're such lovely people. I really enjoy um, seeing you. It's just let me tell you something. Just sitting with you calm me down. Came in. I'm on my <laughs> cell phone. I'm, I'm, I got uh, you know. I got different things. I'm talking to staff. I got other things going. And you know what? I'm I'm so happy to talk to you. And we've got Elise and obviously Raven. Uh, licensed therapist and owner of Vines Talk Healing in Depew. Um, anything else? I want to yeah. give you the last word before I sort of fill everybody in on uh, one quick note. Just remember, as you say, you feel comfortable with us sitting here. You have two therapists in front of you, right. and especially Raven. She has this calming. She voice does. <laughs> she does, voice. and she got a she's got a great uh, <laughs> sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, she's got a dope black therapist. I like that. So, <laughs> The goal with therapy is to create a safe space to yeah. where you feel comfortable yeah. releasing whatever it is that you want to release. Um, and so a lot of people think that us therapists are here to tell them what to do. But you guys are the expert of your own lives. So we literally assist you into getting you where you want to go. Excellent. So once again, uh, we are closed this Monday for MLK Day. Thanks for coming in. Uh, as we wind down, a couple quick things. Rate your ride, WNY. Please go. Uh, and, you know, if you're facing transportation issues, uh, we need your input. Of course, we have surveys here at Power 96.5. And I'd like to leave you with uh, a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King. And I, and I said, you know, I love Dr. King. Uh, I remember growing up watching the TV uh, and just listening to him speak, what an unbelievable orator. But he said, uh, you know, we are faced with the fact that tomorrow is today. And I love this. Procrastination is still the thief of time. Over the bleached bones and jumble residues of numerous civilizations are written the pathetic words. He said it. Too late. Too late. It's never too late. Uh, please, uh, once again... Uh, if you need help, reach out. Continue blessings to all. Be good to each other. Pray for tomorrow. Go Bills and drive safe, Buffalo. <laughs>